0: about like we were trying to do a cold open that was um evergreen and so we were like in 50 years we're gonna we should have done that for (laughs) the closing of the last one i don't know how you want to talk about it
1: yeah i don't know either uh so it's been a while because the holidays and uh, other things (laughs) things, life you know it happens
0: (laughs) how you been katie what have you been up to
1: Uh, I have been screaming into the Dark Void of the Abyss and looking at my own fate.
0: Uh (laughs) Oh boy, those are deep (laughs) topics. Well, today, folks, we're going to be talking about the Dark Void of the Abyss and Katie's future. (laughs) Also known as Dragon Age 4 predictions. Uh, oh, also know like, the subtitle of that autobiography is a Slovellian fan story.
1: <laughs> God, you know, my nightmare is Slovellian turns out, like, Reylo. Like, I don't know anything about Star Wars or anything about the new trilogy. I just know that the Ray and Kylo shippers were so pissed off at the fact that apparently they, spoilers, they kissed or something. And, like, that, I don't know why. <laughs> that seems like something they'd want. So I guess that's that's my fear is Slovellian. Like, they try to do something good, and it ends up being terrible.
0: So when you say that you're afraid that it will end up like Raylo, you're saying that you're afraid that John Boyega is literally going to insert his dick into the conversation on Twitter?
1: <laughs> well, it was before all that even happened. <laughs> like, they were like, oh, no, this doesn't make any sense. Like, again, I don't know anything about Star Wars, so I don't know, like, the subtleties of the Relo fandom oh the, the
0: infor- look <laughs> like the, Ray- the whole Relo situation is not that subtle they literally kiss and then he dies in the most comical way imaginable
1: uh, apparently they're pissed off at that so yeah I just don't want them to kiss and then Sola dies by falling off a cliff I don't fucking know <laughs>
0: i've said that like this is also spoilers for game of thrones if you haven't gotten around to being pissed off about that yet for anyone who's out there there. but it's almost like the opposite of the scene where um where danny dies in john's arms in game of thrones except literally i feel like it was written by by a a fan of Daenerys who wanted it to be like no you and so instead (laughs) kylo just like lumps over and dies um, but no, hold on. This is not what we were going to talk about at not all. At we, we, all no. we have a real topic for today, but have you actually seen like how like off the rails John Boyega has gone on Twitter?
1: Yeah, I love it. Cause like, you know, chaos, but I love um, it also. Yeah. <laughs> Good for him. You know, I'm, I, I don't, again, I'm not into Star Wars. I don't give two shits, but you know what? If he's finally able to like <laughs> just bitch at people, I'm proud of him. <laughs> he's probably had this in his mind for a long time.
0: It's just so refreshing to see someone who is clearly now a movie star but is like he's done with Disney, right? Like he did, he did his three movies, he made his money. I'm sure his his schedule's gonna be very full for the foreseeable future, so he's just like, Okay, you fucking mouse, here's what I thought of your goddamn Star Wars movies. <laughs>
1: He's not that wrong either. So. He's
0: not on now, yeah, especially on the whole Reylo and the fact that like Finn chased around Ray, going Ray, for three movies, and literally there's three or four times in this movie where he's going Ray, and she's like doesn't even look at him. <laughs> <laughs> Poor bastard. She's just like she's literally chasing another dude as he's going Ray. Oh man. Oh
1: so, so Star. Anyway, let's get off of Star Wars. What are we fucking yeah. doing?
0: Uh, we said today we're going to talk about. Well, first of all, it is it's the fiftieth episode yeah. of Split the Veil podcast. Surprise, surprise! Because who, who knew we would have made it to fifty? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not us. <laughs> uh, but there's that great um, meme with um, oh hot ones and uh, what's his name?
1: Sean Evans.
0: Sean Evans and uh, uh, Ant-Man, Paul Rudd, uh-huh. Oh, where he's uh, <laughs> going, look at us, look at us. Who would have imagined this? Not, Not me. me. <laughs> yeah, that's... that's
1: <laughs> you're Sean Evans and Paul Rudd in this situation.
0: Me and Katie right now.
1: <laughs> um, well, we should got hot wings for this. That would be some great audio, I'm just like munching.
0: <laughs> awesome. Finally, with 50th episode special, we do the ASMR. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Actually... <laughs> welcome to the 50th episode blah, 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 blah. I just fucked that up really bad
0: Let me do the water bottle thing
1: are you gonna tap on it see I don't I don't have long needles at the moment
0: well, neither do I need to drive it's also plastic I, so I, I don't know how all oh. this working
1: I got I got sewing sewing needles uh knitting needles there you go
0: <laughs> that counts there you go 50th you go. episode ASMR special you're welcome everyone <laughs>
1: you're welcome okay. Anyway, 50th episode. What we kind of wanted to talk about, trying to get to the, the point of this because we're rambling on, is um, uh, I guess the Bioware community in the past. Uh, we could say decade. I would just re- I, I guess I kind of more focus on the last year um, because I feel like um, I feel like we cater more towards Mass Effect and uh, uh, Dragon Age fans just mm-hmm, because definitely. of like our audience whatnot but it and and I feel like we also had a very um um, not positive reaction to Anthem so I feel like people who are really into Anthem probably don't listen to us that much um so I minus Anthem in the past year there hasn't been any new media from Bioware other than Anthem I'll say that so um just kind of like seeing how the fandom's doing checking in what's up and then also just kind of like I don't know, maybe reminiscing about some episodes. We we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later on. But uh yeah, so something that hit me earlier this year was there was no new Dragon Age content for the entire year. Mm, yeah. <laughs> we thought maybe there'd be something. We were we knew there was going to be another comic. Uh the very last issue of the last release comic was in December 2018. Uh, like, a couple of days right after the teaser trailer. And so everyone was expecting 2019. Like, 2018 ended in a, in a new comic series and a teaser trailer. There's something going to happen in 2019. Literally mm-hmm. jack shit happened in 2019.
0: Yeah, you're not kidding.
1: <laughs> Literally nothing. There there was no hints. That, like, it, it, this was probably one of the most barren years we've had. Um, <clears throat> unless you want to uh, count the uh, Jason Schreier articles. That was early 2019,
0: wasn't it? Yeah, and that was all, I mean, not really good. That's that's a, that's a really yeah. good indication of, like, it was absent of content and just chock-a-block of controversy, essentially.
1: Yeah, pretty much. So 2019 for, uh, it, it, I'm going to include Mass Effect 2, because those poor suckers, like, last thing they had was Andromeda and then radio silence, you know? Um, minus, like, I think there's been a few bones of, like, we're working on it, which is, like, okay, that means nothing
0: to us well also i mean i guess it was if we want to count all media it was andromeda and then it was the Catherine valente um the quarry oh, the the, what would have been the quarry and arc dlc uh novel which was quite good like i have mm-hmm. to continually remind people like that is actually a very good not even just a good mass effect like i think even just like a science fiction fan in general would pick that up it's very smartly written
1: mm-hmm. i still have i, I bought that and i still need to read it <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's quite good. <laughs> it's Like
1: a year ago, anyway. But yeah, it's um, at least for me. I've kind of noticed the fandom getting. Um, see, I don't know. I, I I see on Twitter and I see on Reddit and those in some Discord and that's that's really all I, I I'm on and active on. But um, I've seen people get kind of sad. I don't, I don't know if you've noticed that.
0: I have noticed it, and that's why I think it's a very good question. Um, let's talk about that a little bit. What do you see when you say people getting sad? What are you seeing?
1: Well, like. I, I feel like the more time over this past year that we've gone without any something official that's been released, the more people, um, I, I guess get really hyped for nothing. Like, I, I think it was more, most prevalent during the, uh, video game awards that just happened in December was that like, there was a fair amount of people that were like, all right, last year we had something this year. We're going to get something, right? We're going to get, like, they were hyping themselves up for it. And, you mm-hmm. know, like, we, we, we waited all year for something, and here's that moment. And then when it didn't happen, and, and, you know, the Video Game Awards is, like, three hours of schlock. So it's, like, you know, you're already, <clears throat> like, barreling through that to try to find something out of it. And then, like, afterwards, people, like, there's some, like, legit people who were honestly kind of upset about it. And the, the only thing, like, there, there wasn't there wasn't any rumors at all. None at all. But people still were expecting something and they were genuinely bummed that there wasn't anything.
0: Yeah, there was no evidence going into it. I I think you made a great point of mentioning the fact that in the prior, in the 2018 Game Awards, we knew that Bioware was going to be present and on site. And this time we knew that they weren't. And yet, despite that, people were really like dead set that something was going to happen.
1: Well, more than that, they, they bluntly said and watch for Dragon Age in the next week or something like that. Like, oh, that's it, right. It, it that's was very right. obvious, like, by the way, this is actually happening! And we're like, oh, really? <laughs> and it, it, like, we all kind of, like, we didn't expect something at the game. So, like, they didn't say when it was. We just assumed it was the Game Awards because it was going to be the next week. And we assumed, like, it was going to be, like, maybe a tweet or something. But turns out it was the trailer. So, <clears throat> but unlike that, there was absolutely nothing. We didn't even get any tweets. We knew there weren't going to be there. We knew. So, yeah, they, it was... I, I don't know. I, I, I knew going in there wasn't going to be anything. I just watched it because I, I hate myself. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. And like, I, I've noticed that, like, not that it's bad that people move on or anything, but I see a lot of like people who are like really Dragon Age fan accounts doing like other things. Like, uh, right now, everyone's big on The Witcher. Um, people were big in Degree to Fall and like uh, other, other mm-hmm. video games and stuff. And like, not that that's bad because people do need to move on and have other hobbies other than Dragon Age and Mass Effect. But it, it just goes to show that, like, people who were once really obsessed about something and were talking about it for years and years and years are like, eh, you know what? There's nothing new to talk about.
0: <laughs> it's 100% true, yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Like hmm Like, anything that we could say right now about Mass Effect and Dragon Age is the exact same thing we could have said last January. Well, minus the Jason Shire articles, but, like... Correct. You know, it, anything official, it's been silenced. So, yeah, I, I I guess, like, I don't know, it's just kind of been interesting because I've never been a part of a really big fandom before. Like, my my most of the things I've been really obsessed with has been, like, before the Internet was really big in my life, so it was just me, <laughs> you mm, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this is my first time, like, seeing other people's reactions to it, so it's kind of interesting to see, like... Oh like there I see so many like memes and stuff retweeted of like when's Dragon Age four? When's Dragon Age four? I've noticed like a lot of comments I've gotten recently about like, Hey, when's the next thing about Dragon Age Four? And like, I don't fucking know, Why are you asking me? <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. And, and you, you mentioned that like communal aspect of it. It's really interesting because I was on the BSN, you know, forums and stuff like that, maybe around 2012, around when Mass Effect 3 came out. Mm -hmm. But I really kind of got into Mass Effect outside of any fandom. Do you know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like it was really at the end of the, of the original trilogy when I sort of started talking to people more about it online. Otherwise, um, you know, I was around gamer friends who referenced it. Some of them were fans as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's an interesting aspect, too. Like, I wonder if there's something, and it's totally not necessarily intentional, but I wonder if there is more of a negativity or more of a worrying that comes with being in that group as opposed to, you know, there might be Mass Effect or Dragon Age fans out there who still aren't really connected to the fandom. And for them, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, yeah, Mass Effect and Dragon Age, you know, I'm, I'm they never read the Jason Trier articles or whatever. They're just sitting there mm-hmm. going, like, they haven't come out with a game in a while, but they're not worried about it, maybe the way that some of the hardcore fans mm-hmm. are
1: mm-hmm That reminds me of a very bizarre conversation I had in a grocery store like a couple months ago that I don't think I've ever said online. <laughs>
0: um, fun.
1: So I have a little mass effect hoodie that I wear sometimes. Mm-hmm. And like this honestly, this might have been before anthem came out. This is a very old story. And I was sitting in the grocery store, you know, and I'm checking out or whatever and the the woman checking me out was probably around my age, maybe a little bit younger and she was like oh nice hoodie you like mass effect i'm like yeah 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 she's like yeah i just bought mass effect and drama and i'm loving it so far I'm about halfway through the game and i'm like oh okay cool <laughs> <laughs> it's like i didn't even know it came out i'm just so excited i love writers so much and i'm like y- who who are you you magical ah,
0: just a normal person
1: yeah you're just And, like, it was just so refreshing to, like, just, like, this person, like, wasn't very big on the Internet. You could tell, like, they they were just so excited to have a new game and they were having fun with it. And I'm like, this is so pure.
0: (laughs) Well, I mean, there's also people, like, you run into this every now and then where, and again, this is, like, several years ago. This may have even been, like, around the time Force Awakens was coming out where I was listening to someone else's kid, like, a very young kid. Might have been, like, five or six. And they were trying Mm -hmm. to show them all the Star Wars movies. Mm Mm-hmm. And their whole thing was just like they fucking love Jar Jar Binks. And it's just like that's because yeah. they're a kid and they don't fucking care about what a bunch of 30-year-old men think about Jar Jar Binks because it's, it's like they're just a kid. Like they're just watching a goofy character in a movie. It makes him laugh. Yeah. And so there's this – there we have to remember sometimes like there's this real like earnest reaction to movies or games that happens completely aside from fandom. And unfortunately, fandom is what gets all the attention, whether a fandom mm-hmm. loves it or hates it.
1: Mm-hmm. And and like there's there's I've seen some posts online and like I I go back and forth and in agreeing with it or not depending on how it's worded but like strong fandoms can be extremely toxic in its own way and like i know that's an overused word i just don't know how to describe it where like you you get this group think going on where like um <clears throat> the, let, let, let's uh, take mass effect and for example like everyone just automatically saw the facial animations which were admittedly not great yeah. and like It was automatically bad. Like, you haven't played the game yet. And you know what? Look, I got my own complaints about the game. I'm not going to say that. But, like, Mm -hmm. there are people, like this girl I met at the grocery store, who generally really liked the game. And I've seen people online who generally really liked the game. So there there are people out there who really do like it. And, like, you know, maybe the majority don't. But, like, look at Dragon Age 2. Like, I went into Dragon Age 2 not knowing anything about the fandom because I was just playing the games back to back to back. And I like Dragon Age 2. It has its flaws, but I still really liked it, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it, in a way, you sometimes if you get into this fandom and you, like, get into, like, a lot of the the drama and, like, all sorts of stuff, it kind of ruins some part of it for some people. And it, it, in a way, sometimes I think it's better if you're not that involved, where you just can, like, think on your own. You can just enjoy things. You don't have to feel guilty if you, like, Reylo or whatever the fuck it is. Sure. Like, <laughs> like what you like and say fuck it and and i think there's like a nice simplicity in that so like there's a there's a meme tweet going on where like oh you know oh uh, you're not a fan of star wars unless you read all the books and do whatever and i'm like ah no fuck that if you've only played let's let's take the witcher if you've only seen the tv series and you really 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 like that great you're a witcher fan have fun <laughs> who gives a shit to <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I completely agree. I think it's it is more an issue of being able to formulate an opinion for yourself, mm-hmm. and just sort of, and sort of not trying to make your opinion something that you assume that other people are going to like or agree with or sort of give you praise for. It's it's tricky, right? Because I think that we've gotten into that stage where people aren't really thinking for themselves what they're doing is they're Mm -hmm. trying to anticipate what they think is the quote-unquote right answer Mm -hmm. right so when you think about that mass effect andromeda example people saw really shoddy facial which were bad i mean the first version of them was bad i would say Mm -hmm. maybe even terrible (laughs) yeah um they patched it to the point where it's like ah it's not too bad now in some cases it's fine but they were pretty crappy right oh yeah And so people weren't necessarily, even though you might have a genuine opinion of like that facial animation is bad, that that that's an opinion on what you've seen. But then they sort of extended that into Mass Effect Andromeda is a crap game and people were eager to put that opinion out before they had played it because they wanted sort of the brownie points of being able to say, I guessed correctly. I said that this game was bad before it came out or before I played it. And now everyone agrees with me. Mm -hmm. Right. That's Mm -hmm. not an opinion. That is that is literally a prognostication. That's not even a prognostication based on your on your like earnest assessment of the situation. It's a prognostication based on I think that this is what the popular opinion is going to be. And I want everyone to agree that I'm right and smart and good. And I sort of guessed what everyone was going to think of it.
1: In a way, I think a really good example of that is actually the New Witcher series. Because if you looked at the critics going into it, they panned it. They hated it. They didn't like it at all. But then, when people started to watch it, it actually got super popular. And now, like, what mm-hmm. something like crazy? Like, people started really diving into The Witcher three, and there's more players now than there ever was at launch.
0: They set a new record for <laughs> the highest um, concurrent players on Steam, and The Witcher, based on some, I don't know how who tracks this, but it was more watched than any other streaming series, including The Mandalorian.
1: Yeah, which is huge. That's huge. It's Mandalorian. enormous. Yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah, it's it's absolutely crazy. So, but but people panned it. Because of all of the drama going into it, we're like, "Oh, what's her face, Anya? I forget her last name. Looks Shalatra. Like, yeah, she she looks so young. She's 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 too witch nice hunter looking. Gary. Witch hunter Gary. You know, like people were just reading it, but people really love it. So, and I and I want to I want to question like how many of those critics were watching it thinking, well, people aren't going to like it because of these reasons, so I'm going to pan it, and then everyone loved it.
0: Well, some of those critics, some of those critics by their own fucking admission didn't watch the show, which is that one person who was just absolutely insufferable in the way that they spoke about it. And in their review said that they watched, they stopped watching after episode four or something like that. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. Um, But no, yeah, I I think that that is, that is another good example of, of certain folks, in this case, the critics trying to guess what they think is going to be like the trendy opinion Mm -hmm. and then getting ahead of the, of the meme race um of whatever that thing is because there is a certain amount of currency that you can operate in if you're a content creator of any kind you know the event of something coming out is not centered around the content it's centered around the memes about the content in the weeks after Mm -hmm. right that's really that's essentially like a new form of content it's not even criticism it's not even talking about the core of the content it's how many memes can we make about this thing Mm -hmm. um And so, yeah, it's very interesting to me. Like, when I say that people aren't thinking for themselves and that they're trying to anticipate sort of what other people are going to approve of or like, Mm -hmm. I'm not panning that, like, just out of hand without considering the fact that when you think about what an opinion on a piece of art or media is for, like, why do we really have the Why why even have an opinion on that, right? (laughs) It sort of is inherently social, Mm -hmm. right? Like, it's I'm not... I will get something out of considering art to a certain extent. I might be able to extract some theme or something about a character that's personal to me, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But a big part of the reason why you know why I do this podcast, why I'm voicing it, why I'm saying it out loud is like it's a communal thing, right? Like it's it's something to talk about over drinks or at dinner after the movie with your friends. Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of why we have opinions on these things or, or talking about what music you like with someone at a party or whatever. Like it's inherently social. So I get the fact that people sort of and I do it too, like we all do it. On some level, we all have that instinct to sort of say what we think, but to kind of try and nudge it a little bit closer so that we're not so that we're not completely bucking what everyone else thinks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to not fall into that. So I get that. I just think that people, would benefit from sort of being self-aware that they're doing that um i tried to do that around star wars where i tried not to read anything uh, that anyone else had said about it before i actually sat down and wrote what i thought in a few tweets Mm -hmm. um that doesn't mean i'm fucking special or that my opinion is any better than anyone else's (laughs) but it's just like i did notice sort of like that was the starting point that i had and then once i started talking to like my 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 friends like my close friends and then like wider groups of people and then really diving into the content online i felt like i could draw a clearer distinction mm-hmm. between my own views and everyone else's and then also like i didn't feel like i was competing to try and affect the narrative like i didn't i didn't particularly like rise of skywalker that much but there's people out there who are really like trying to defend it and sort of make a case for it which is totally fine, but you can also tell there's, like, this feverish need to, on their part to sort of, like, affect the narrative on it. To sort of move the needle one way or the other. Mm-hmm. And I would just say, like, other than just making conversation with people, like, who cares what other people think of what your opinion is on what a movie is or something, you know?
1: I mean, yeah, yeah. Which I, the two, I guess, talk about uh, almost maybe the opposite. Like what you said of people defending works of art or art, movies, whatever they want. It's I don't know. I sometimes I get torn about people who like get really defensive about what they like and whatnot. And I say that as someone who did as a child, because like at least in the school I went to, I was the only one that ever heard of Sailor Moon, and people said it was a dumb kids' show, and I'm like, no, it's not. It's you had to stand for Sailor Moon. <laughs> yeah, I had to stand for Sailor Moon. And like I look back on that and I I realize I really alienated myself a lot because um I like it, there there was also like some other factors going in. Like I was heavily bullied as a child for just being a giant fucking dork. And so, like it was, it was the only thing I could hold on to in a way. Because, like, at least Moon didn't let me down. This sounds really depressing, but I guess it's true. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm better now. But you know, like that's. It, but at the same time, if like people didn't like it, I didn't want to be friends with them. And it's so, like there was like this really weird. I'm saying this of like like eight or nine, um, and that's something I had to like learn how to not do because at the end, like, you really alienate yourself doing that and sometimes i worry about people doing that online because like maybe they're in a bad situation maybe they don't really have anything else um maybe the only friends they have are friends they made from this fandom or whatever they do mm, yeah and so they really try to defend it and like it becomes a part of them and whatnot and i think that's just as dangerous as saying it's like things are shit automatically so i i i also i guess want to warn for that because it, it, I, like d- media isn't a personality trait you know what i mean me liking dragon age isn't a personality trait like sometimes i'll get some people maybe right, like oh we can talk about dragon age together i'm like nah i'm good <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> no i'm all right i
1: don't oh uh, maybe maybe like you know, there's no one else i can talk about dragon age with i'm like well i mean i really feel sorry for you with that and like i, I hope you find a community but that is not me uh i don't know you sorry (laughs) like I I have other hobbies and things I want to do like I have a family and other friends I can hang out with and they don't know shit about Dragon Age and that's fine you know and I think that's something where people need to get out of their bubbles more and do
0: you're 100% right when you said that media is not a personality trait I'm so glad you said that because I feel Mm -hmm. like I've been saying that to people like on and off for the past couple of years now where it's like People think that their preferences in media count as like like you said, a personality trait or like an mm-hmm. idiosyncrasy of like this is this is my thing. It's like that's just something you like. That's <laughs> not yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, and, and, I, and
1: I feel like a lot of – I think, like, teenagers really fall into this because I know I did when I was a teenager. Sure.
0: Yeah, and I've probably done it too. Yeah, you're right. But yeah,
1: like, I think everyone kind of goes through these phases where, like, it's kind of – like, it's hard to figure out who you are. And so one of those moments of trying to figure out who you are is just by listing things you like. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, don't you know I'm the type of girl that likes unicorns and sparkles and
0: sporks. <laughs> I'm yeah. so
1: random, lol. The whole I'm so random cringe movement – comes from people not knowing how to describe their personality and so just say things they like that's the whole cringe movement of that and there's always going to be an iteration of that with teen girls teen boys whatever because that's how kids learn and then when they figure out like oh wait i'm now stuck in the book, like like me because like i was i liked video games so i guess i became the video game girl in high school then everyone only knew me as the video game girl and i was like i don't (laughs) i can draw too i can do a whole bunch of other stuff and, but no, I like, there was this one time someone, like, it was a very sweet, they wanted to give me a Christmas gift. And we were, we were generally friends. And they just got me, like, something with Halo on it. I've never played Halo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> They're
1: like, I knew you as Gamer Girl, and I know you like that. And I'm just like, thanks.
0: Oh, uh, no. I don't even
1: own an Xbox, but thanks, I guess. <laughs> like, yeah. It's yeah. really awkward, you know? So, like, it's a, a buyer beware, I guess. So, that's my little rant on that.
0: No, I, th- I mean, I, I think you nailed it. I think you 100% nailed it. Um, I think you're totally right that kids, not kids, you know, kids, younger people will tend to mm-hmm. fall into that um, as well. Um, do we think that, well, I mean, it's in every fandom. Mm-hmm. How much is that really a problem for the Bioware community? Like what we're, because I think we're talking about super interesting stuff in like a very general sense. But yeah. like if we bring it to Bioware, like, how much is that an issue right now in the Bioware community? And it's like, the answer is like, well, of course it is to some extent. And we really don't Mm -hmm. know beyond that.
1: But I I think it's a problem in spaces that definitely cater to teenagers. Cough, cough, Tumblr.
0: (laughs) Oh, that's a good bring. Okay.
1: So um, how how does what we were just talking about relate to Bioware fandoms? It is shipping wars and like, quote unquote, liking problematic characters which is the dumbest shit in the world. But like you get you get like adults. Well, really anybody. You get people like, "Oh, I like Anders. I think he's an interesting character." But don't you know Anders is a terrorist? Yeah, he did really shitty things, but I think he's a really interesting character, and I liked his romance a lot. Oh, yeah, it means you're a bad person, and you support terrorism. Where on earth did well, you he's also get a, there? Well, he's
0: also a fake terrorist, which is like, uh, you know, I'm my comedic chops are not nearly as honed as sometimes I like to think they are, as everyone can attest to. <laughs> but it's like, that's also where the slave button thing came from right like it's it's mm. sort of knowingly trying to poke at the idea that it's fucking fake man <laughs> like yeah he's a fake terrorist he's not a yeah. real terrorist
1: He's not a real person <laughs> so whatever it's harmless now you get the like there there's like a, a very generally weird section of the internet that like are really in and like romantically into serial killers okay they're problematic there's someone you need to go have a nice talking to someone who's not real and in a fantasy game slow your roll (laughs) hold on (laughs) like who gives a shit oh my god yeah and and like you get the people that like oh i don't like the iron bull slash dorian shit because it's toxic for whatever reason i'm like it's it's not like maybe you see it like that but like when you when you read the intent behind the people who wrote that that wasn't their intent and, like, there's, there has to be some element of, like, well, we didn't mean it to come off like that. It's supposed to come off like this. And you're like, okay, maybe it sounds weird, but it's definitely something that both characters are, like, into. Who like, is not? Exists. Like,
0: wait, what's the deal with Dorian? They don't like people getting tied up?
1: Yeah, it's, it's something that, like... um Oh, God, I forgot the argument for it now because it's just really fucking dumb. I'm sorry, anyone who's, who thinks that.
0: But it's the BDSM element of it, I mean, right?
1: Yeah, it's sort of. And it, it's also, I think, something on the element of um, there's like a weird power dynamic that shouldn't be there and like is problematic. I, I, I forget what. And there's like I think one line specifically where it sounds like bulls more pushy on dorian than he is on the inquisitor and so there's like a weird thing but like, i always read the line of like dorian's playing hard to get so like yeah wants that like that's how i always read the line so it yeah it's and it, it's what or, or, or like the whole whitewashing issue with brialla and uh fiona <laughs> it's fucking mania characters They didn't do it on purpose <laughs> like, right jesus <laughs> It's it's like the, if it was one person over time, okay, that maybe there's something there. But it's a giant group of people, and pe- people who are making these things aren't huge Dragon Age nerds. A lot of them just want a job, you
0: know. What I sure, mean? you're right. They
1: don't know these things, you're right? So uh, yeah, there's there's a lot of like drama on Tumblr and everything. And I'm just like, uh, like they don't know though like something that always bothered me about the whitewashing of fiona did you know for some reason the 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 book that fiona's in uh she is described in two different ways like her her description isn't consistent in the book she started you know like (laughs) yeah
0: well that that's problem (laughs)
1: yeah you know it's it's they didn't fucking know which one to pick And they just picked the wrong one, according to you. Come on, yeah, so, yeah. It's whatever. I mean,
0: I think you, I think you um, say something really accurate when you talk about Tumblr, Twitter. Also, is kind of susceptible to stuff like this. I feel in the same way, mm-hmm. and then also it, it is compounded by what we started off talking about, which is when there's nothing more substantive to talk about. This is when people really start to they devolve into these super granular things because there's no new game out, right? Yeah. Like there's nothing new to talk about, and so this is what ends up happening where. I mean, we have felt it, I mean, this is kind of a different topic, but it's like, I think we felt it also a little bit in the sense of we're in a holding pattern, like Mm -hmm. we're we're sort of waiting for something else to happen, because at a certain point, you can't just keep being retrospective. Well, there's more depth in retrospect than there is in constant speculation, because the speculation stuff, it's like. there is unless something really major comes out there is no reason for us to do another dragon age four episode until the game comes out or until major media like until there's until they're yeah until they're actually previewing something about the game there is no reason for us to talk about it again on this show like we've Mm -hmm. said everything we're going to say about it in lieu of new information
1: and keep in mind that was like our first episode
0: (laughs) yeah and that's really crazy 50 episodes (laughs) in and it's like you know to be quite honest not a lot new yeah Um, so I, I do sense that sort of uneasiness in the fandom. You also, I mean, people we know have also said like, look, there's no point in making more Dragon Age videos about, you know, future stuff anyway, because we don't know anything. Yeah. Um, and so I don't know, like to me, it's just natural that the fandom that is built up around this thing, I don't know. I I guess it kind of, I don't want to say it dissipates, but it definitely like we're all, we're all Like, in many cases, people who came together around Dragon Age, but we're not really talking about Dragon Age anymore. Like you said, we're sort of, we talk about Greedfall, or we talk about The Witcher, Mm -hmm. or we talk about something else. But I just, I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm saying this to assuage people who feel like they're losing that sense of community. It's like, Mm -hmm. I mean, if you like these people, you can talk to them about other things. You don't have to talk to them about Dragon Age. You can talk to folks about anything.
1: Yeah. So... I'll, yeah, like, I feel like all the new content I've seen come out of the past couple months has just been, like, hidden files, or, like, e- even, like, people keep sending me theories, which is really nice and sweet, but, like, I keep saying the same theories over and over again. Like, I haven't seen any really new theory that's been sent to me or across my, my, my webpage or whatever the fuck, and, a while. Like, it's been a while since I did a the last theory video because they're just, I haven't really seen anything that's been super new. It's all kind of like. It, it, and what's, what makes me really sad is the people who generally came up with a really good theory on their own without looking at any other sources, but like it's been said a hundred times. So I'm like, oh, look, you did a really good job on this, but you are way too. <laughs> it's been six years. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, dude. <laughs> you had a really good write up and you came with it on your own. You should be proud, but like we all know that Andraste is somehow connected <laughs> to the, the Flemeth. Like, we know.
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but also that's a good sign that people are still having fun with it, right? Like, that that kind of oh, yeah. goes that goes back to our sort of stories about, you know, the girl at the grocery store or the kid that likes Jar Jar Binks, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's people who are independently, I don't know, that just seems like the better way to go, like, in a lot of ways. Oh, yeah. Like, um, also um, our uh, friend Jamie, who is uh, does a podcast with um, Fusslecorn, mm-hmm. like she waited to play Red Dead Redemption 2 on PC and like you follow her on Twitter and like she's she, you could see her go through the whole arc and everything. Mm-hmm. And I think she avoided spoilers this whole time because at least like judging by her tweets like when she got to the really spoilery parts of that game, like she was having that genuine reaction and I'm just like, mm-hmm how good for her if she really managed to avoid that stuff. Do you know what I mean? Like that's, yeah, totally. there's so many things, games, movies, whatever else where it's like, it's kind of nice to be disconnected from everything else and enjoy it at your own pace.
1: Oh yeah. I, I, I definitely, there's a, definitely a lot of games that I like, but f- the first Dragon Age Origins I played in like, what was it? 2015 or something like that. So like who was talking about Dragon Age Origins in 2015? And eh, not really. Most people were talking about Inquisitions. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was great. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I've also, i also, I guess, I've always been a latecomer into a lot of stuff. And Dragon Age 4 is going to be the really first time where I can be spoiled, if that makes sense. Because, like, I, people will actually probably be actively talking about it and probably emailing me things and all sorts of things. Yep. So, like, I don't know what's going to happen. Like, am I just going to have to, like, disappear off the internet until I beat Dragon Age 4? Is that what's going to happen? Like, I don't know. It's going to be definitely weird for me. Because I, I've I, historically I have been that kid at the grocery store, being excited about Mass Effect and andromeda and liking Jar Jar Binks and all that shit. You know, like I, this is a whole new world for me. <laughs> so.
0: How do you feel, just personally, sort of being in this holding pattern? Like I think we're talking about the community, but just like you're a content creator who's doing mm-hmm. this, you've been very successful, like mining the retrospective aspect of this, talking about mm-hmm. Dragon Age, and now we're sort of in this pattern of we're talking about other stuff, we're playing we're streaming other stuff, we'll be fine. But mm-hmm. like, how do you feel about it?
1: I, you know, I'm, I'm I guess I'm kind of torn because like there's still a whole bunch of stuff I have not covered in the channel. I haven't even touch the chantry because like i just don't even want to get into that and like there's a whole but like i'm not hurting for content on my channel i'm just more hurting for time uh but like i do kind of get tired of looking at the same material over and over again and sometimes i'm like man i wish there was new content i can like think about because like you know I already know a lot of stuff when I do r- little retrospective videos. Like I already, for the most part, kind of know what's going to happen. It's nothing new or exciting. It's just teaching other people, you know? Mm-hmm. So like, um, which I, we say there hasn't been anything in, in a year, but like in, on the next, like, I, I don't know when this episode is going to be released, but I, I believe it's on the 15th of this month, the first episode of the new uh, comics going to be out. And like, uh, it, in like, January we get a comic, February we get a comic, March we get a book and the comic. Like <laughs> we got a lot going on in the next couple of months, you know? Yeah. So like I'm just excited to talk about something new, you know? And like there, there's already been like new stuff. They have a preview of the comic out, and there's like this weird sarcophagus thing. I'm like, oh, what the hell's that? Hey, there's a mystery again. I have fun again, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so like in in I I don't want to say that I'm necessarily tired of it. It's just more I wish there was something new to talk about because I kind of get tired talking about the same things over and over and over again. And I think everyone does too. I, I just have an obsessive personality and I have no other video game interests at the moment, you know?
0: So Yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> and also like you, you talk about like the obsessive personality, like when you, mm-hmm. you've gone through this like focused, it sounds like really concentrated period of time of like the past two, three years where you got obsessed with dragon age. And like the fun of that is being obsessed with something that's new right like mm-hmm. that's the fun of it is like trying to get to all the uh, corners you haven't gotten to once mm-hmm. you get to them it's like it's not as satisfying i imagine to be obsessive yeah. about something and just going back over it
1: <laughs> yeah and like there, there's like some elements of like well it's comfy going back or something like yeah. that but like do, I, I guess talking about sailor moon because i feel like i'm why i have a lot of nostalgia and love for it still and it's very comfy to go back like i've read all the things i've watched all the musicals i've played most of the things you know like i i'm done with that i've done all the things sailor moon crystal is just not that great anyway so i don't really give a shit so you know like <laughs> yeah so yeah you know i i i'm i'm done with it i can i, I say other than looking this as a giant collection of sailor moon figurines a poster and all my comics are on my shelf right now but like <laughs> I I I don't need to think about that anymore. I just kind of look at it and go, that was a good time in my life, and I had a good time. You know, like, where, as in Dragon Age, I feel like there's still something I want to learn. There's still something I want to do. Because the story's not done yet. But, uh... Yeah, anyway. But... <clears throat> so... I feel like I also want to touch on the uh, Anthem community, but I don't know how long we've been talking. How long have we been talking? Do we have time for that yet? We're
0: getting into like 40 minutes. I definitely don't want to leave out sort of like Anthem because, Mm -hmm. you know, that is the Bioware community of the moment. Even though it feels a little bit separate, they are sort of the Bioware community um, Mm -hmm. also. Um, One thing I do want to say kind of about like Mass Effect and sort of my feelings on on sort of like where I'm at with the series right now. I have noticed that like there's a part, I haven't played it, I have not done like the annual I did not do sort of like the annual um, playthrough of the trilogy which I've typically done I didn't mean to do it every year but I've pretty much done it almost every year since Mass Effect 1 came out Mm -hmm. Um, and I haven't really had the motivation to do it and I felt kind of bad about that at first until I realized like the point where I feel like I really really started to love Mass Effect wasn't even necessarily as it was current it was sort of this period of time after 3 had come out like, mm-hmm. say, 2013, 2012, where I had worked at a video game. So I worked as a manager of a GameStop until 2011. And at the peak of that, like, I was just fucking playing everything, man. Like, it's funny. I, I listened to, like, a show like Game Informer where they're plugged into everything. And I'm like, yep, yep, that sure sounds good. I've only I've, <laughs> I've played, like, five new games this year that came out. Mm-hmm. Like, but there was a point where I was in it, right? Like, I was playing everything that was current. I was trying to beat as much stuff as possible. And I'll be real honest with you, like that was probably the period of time when I liked video games the least. Mm-hmm. It was like right at around 2011 when it was that when I just felt obligated to play everything, mm-hmm. and I was I was so not into games, like didn't didn't touch stuff for like a good year, maybe two years. And when I really came back to it, I was just like, well, what do I want to play? Like I don't have to play anything to be up to date for my job. I can just play whatever the fuck I want to play. And I was like. I want to play Mass Effect. Like, I want to play Mass Effect and Dragon Age. And then I got onto this thing where, like, I was just fucking playing Mass Effect and Dragon Age fucking back to back to back. Like, (laughs) I could finish the Mass Effect trilogy and be like, let's fucking do it again. Like, I went through this huge, long phase of just never being tired of it.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: But now, I don't know if it has to do with, like, focusing on it partially for content, but it's like, well, I don't necessarily have that same urge to play it. And, like, I don't want to play it just to play it. You know, like I don't don't want to play it just to sort of get more juice out of it or to try and squeeze a few more insights out of it, because then that totally goes against that period of time when I was the most into it, which is just like, what do you feel like playing? Mm -hmm. Um, I mentioned before we started, um, I won't give people the whole synopsis, but like, you know, just kind of like dropping into Death Stranding, which is a game that I got for Christmas that I probably wouldn't have bought. But I'm like, Mm -hmm. okay, like, let's. Let's try this out. And I was telling myself, like, I'm not going to be guilty if I don't finish this. (laughs) Like, I'm just going to fucking mess around with this. And at least so far, like, it has grabbed me a little bit more than I would have thought, despite its shortcomings. Mm -hmm. And then also, like, Pokemon is another one of those games, which, like, wasn't a purchase. It was a gift. And I'm like, you know... I haven't beaten a Pokemon game in a long time. So once again, like I'm not going to care if I just stall on this, but again, so far, like just being able to come to it in a relaxed way, I'm liking it more than I expected. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's where you want to be at with games. And I just, you know, I'm sure that there are other people who feel similar where it's like, I love mass effects. I don't know when the next time is that I'm going to go back to play it,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: but I'm, I don't, I don't want to get into this sort of relationship with the content where the idea of being a fan is sort of what's driving it more than the actual experience of playing it, if that makes sense.
1: No, yeah. I, I will say, like, it's kind of happened to me too, I think. Because, I like, I, you know, I. After Trespasser came out, I think I here like, I have a number because I have a, the fucking spreadsheet of, <laughs> of whatever. Um, so when trespasser finished. i played i'm not going to count the other games even though they are included in this but um i at least played through inquisition one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven times whoo uh, good lord yeah um just because i was obsessed with it and like there's also like a lot of those also have world states that are also attached to them so that also includes 11 times i played mm-hmm. inquisition or, or origins and two um so, uh, you know, a lot of Dragon Age is happening. And I don't think... I've, I think I finished one game in the last year, other than streaming. So, so I guess, like, yes, yeah, if streaming counts, and I've been doing that. But, like, I don't know. Like, I, I've just been, like... I don't know. I've been I've been good, you know. I I, I don't want to force myself to like play something because I feel like I have to finish the spreadsheet that's unfinished. You know, like, I don't want to yeah yeah force myself to do anything. So like, yeah, I, I get what you mean of just like you know what I'm I'm good for right now, and like I, there'll t- probably be a time where I go back and be like, oh, it's been two, three, four, five years. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. well, yeah, maybe maybe I want to show my kid that when they're yeah. a lot older, but you know something like that. Like I'm gonna come back to it.
0: It's yeah, not right now yeah like if it, that that's kind of mm-hmm. like what i thought about mass effect like if anything is gonna make me want to play it it's actually probably not playing it right like eventually yeah. i'll probably get a craving for it again yeah um and that'll make me want to reboot it another question that i want to ask you because i were I, I wonder about this sometimes mm-hmm. do you ever like do you ever worry like is there ever as far as not about dragon age but like do you personally have this thing of like man i should probably really how do i put this like, I know you've mentioned before, like, there's not really that great of a selection of fantasy RPGs. Like, mm. in the back of your mind, are you like, crap, what if there's just never another game that I like? Or or to you, is that just like, oh, well, I guess I'm, maybe I'll just stop playing video games. Like, do you ever think about that <laughs> or just not care?
1: Um, I feel like I care. And there's a lot of stuff I would like. But, like, yeah, I haven't. I liked The Witcher, but like I'm not going to revisit The Witcher as much as I, because like I kind of hated one. You know what I
0: mean? Well, that's we <laughs> like, <you> know that. <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. Mean, I mean, I mean, but um, yeah, I like Final Fantasy. I think I, I've just realized I don't like JRPGs because they're really grindy. You know, like there's uh, yes. there's a lot of things that I've I've had a lot of problems with. And Dragon Age is the only fantasy game that I'm like, hell fucking yeah, I love this. And I haven't really come across that again. There, there are a lot of other games. Like I, ha- surprisingly, I have other interests in video games. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Yay.
1: I know. I, I, I love Mario Kart. I I loved Mario Kart ever since I was a kid. I w- will beat beat you. I, I can do this. <laughs> I love Animal Crossing. I am so fucking excited. So when I'm gi- when I'm giving birth to my child, you know when I'm in labor, I'm gonna have Animal Crossing on the Switch with me. <laughs> I'm gonna be that mom. I'm gonna just be like, oh, I'm in so much pain, but I gotta get the scorpion. You know, like it's good. Um, yeah, it's like I I am looking forward to like. Having a baby on my chest and playing Animal Crossing at two in the morning because what the fuck else am I going to do at two in the morning with the baby?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know,
1: so like, I there's like I like Stardew Valley and stuff like that. There's other games I'm going to play. Uh, Maybe Dragon Age is the only fantasy one I like. But, like, that doesn't bother me, I guess, because I know that there's other games I'll like. And, like, you know, having a kid soon, I'm going to be playing kids' games soon. We're probably going to get, like, some fucking Yoshi, Kirby, Lego Star Wars, whoever. If I don't want to play with my kid with that, you know? Like, and that's fine. Uh, just, I video games are to have fun with, and as long as I'm having fun, that's that's fine you know and video games aren't the only source of fun i have there's right. other things i like right if anything i'm just gonna feel guilty like oh, i bought this really expensive computer and a, i guess a switch was <laughs> a gift but like i have all these old gaming consoles that i'm never going to touch again and i'm just gonna be like man i spent a lot of money <laughs>
0: like, i mean like i i feel likewise of just like yeah i imagine i'll always play something like i'll always be into games but when mm-hmm. you mention that aspect of it i'm like god dang the more the more i inch closer to like responsible adulthood i'm just like God, what a great like benefit for my pocketbook it would be if I just fucking got <laughs> tired of video games. <laughs> fucking graphics cards are expensive. Like, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. It'd be like I, you know, those goddamn Steam sales get me every day. Like I can totally like, look at my girlfriend and be like, just because a purse is on sale, you're not saving money. You're actually spending money you wouldn't have spent, even if it's discounted. Meanwhile, I'm like, oh, this game's only seventeen ninety nine. It's normally, <laughs> It's normally 40 bucks. Click buy. What a deal. Um, yeah. You know, it'd save me a lot of money if I got tired of video games.
1: <laughs> yeah, or, or at least just learn to buy when you're about to use it.
0: <laughs> but- yeah, there is that as well.
1: Yeah, there, there, there's something about like, pay, like I was definitely a patient gamer as a kid because I was kind of late to a lot of things like, oh, I want to play this new Final Fantasy game. Oh, my new Final Fantasy game. I mean, it came out five years ago. Dope. It's $10 used. So let's go for it.
0: Yeah. Well, no, that's I mean, it's honestly such a great thing, right? Like I was a patient mm-hmm. gamer because I didn't have any money. Right. So it's just like it's weird how like I don't know if I would have loved Knights of the Old Republic or played it as much as I did if I had had new games. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, So so that's the thing also. So um, Anthem, right? Let's Let's talk about that wonderful group of people who are like holding it down basically for the Bioware community in the current day because they're the ones who have a new product. And for as much fervor as there was um, criticizing the game when it came out, it kind of seems like as we near the one year mark, that community is sort of the people who are left there are the folks who seem to be enjoying the game.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And who were who real, like, I, I will say, like, so I've been following um, probably the, the, the person you want to follow who knows, uh, I'm going to say Dragon Age, who knows Anthem, probably the best out of everyone, is a guy uh, that, I think the channel name is Your Anthem. The Twitter handle is Anthem Your, um, and I think his real name is William. I, I'm not going to call him that. I guess I might be wrong. But uh, he's the guy that I think has been doing the best set of Anthem coverage. Um, mostly because, I'll be honest, I don't know of anyone else doing it.
0: <laughs> not to say
1: he's bad or anything. He's actually very good. I just generally do not know anybody else who's still covering it. Um, maybe they're out there. I-, I just don't personally know them. Um, which, in the comments, if you're watching this on YouTube or whatever, tell- feel free to tell us who else is doing a lot of content because I'm curious. But um, There's a I- couple I guess- others,
0: I think. But, yeah, he is the GOAT right now for sure.
1: Yeah, so um, at least just like because I follow him on Twitter, just like seeing his things, like there's definitely times he's gotten frustrated with a couple things. Like there's been some events that's like this is just the catalyst, catalyst 2.0, but not as fun, you know, stuff like that. So like the the community definitely has its ups and downs, but like I think overall there's still a group of people having a lot of fun with the game, you know, and um, probably the most amazing thing, and I knew this was going to happen, um, it just was a matter of time. But, you know, when Anthem came out, uh, the Anthem subreddit was uh, very salty, and so then came the low-sodium Anthem. But now, because enough time has come, and the people who are really salty about the game has already left, mm-hmm. the Anthem subreddit's fine now. <laughs> like, I'm sitting here looking at the front page, and like, yeah, it's all...
0: It's all low-sodium.
1: It's, it's all low-sodium. It's They're they're pretty much the exact same thing now. Like, um, unless... Um, like it's kind of redundant to have both of them at least as a right now like if you know there's another anthem update and it doesn't turn out to be amazing and wonderful then low sodium is going to have its own place but yeah, for right now like mm-hmm. they're both kind of the same thing in a weird way um which let's see the anthem sub right now apparently has 705 people that are currently looking at it low sodium has uh 19 <laughs> so more people i guess went back to the uh yeah. the anthem one so how how
0: much do you think that that's just a cycle right to kind of loop it back around (laughs) to the stuff that we were talking about earlier Mm -hmm. there is this narrative now with a lot of online games you know you can take your pick from no man's sky to you know rainbow Mm -hmm. six to the division etc it's a battlefront 2 my god star wars battle which i'm actually playing Uh, Mm -hmm. it's so much better like it's so a buddy of mine are like playing that you know a couple times a week now and it's so much fun um So there's this narrative of like games suck and then they they have this revival, so to speak. Do you think that that's really just driven by the fact that like all of the people who are committed to hating everything about it go away and then the narrative shifts on it because the people that are left are just way more copacetic To saying, to being receptive to, you know, granted developers are making changes, they are updating the game, Mm -hmm. but then people start writing articles and making YouTube videos saying X, Y, and Z game is back because there's room for that opinion to breathe on the subreddit, so to speak. It kind of feels like that's an integral part of this cycle that we're seeing.
1: No, I, I totally agree. I like I I think you just nailed it on the head that I've nothing else to add to it. Yeah, like that's I think is kind of what's happening. And yeah, I think there'll probably be like um you know, if Anth- Anthem 2 as they said comes out, uh not that there's a sequel, but like they're just going to really update it. Um then and it actually ends up being really good and there's going to be a lot more people coming in and then the people here the entire time are being like, "See, we told you." And it's just going to be part of that narrative. Like, oh, dude, I I wouldn't be surprised if, like, that Anthem update comes out. And it's actually, at the very least decent, there is going to be a lot of things titled Were We Wrong About Anthem? You know, like...
0: Yes, and and that's the thing. It's like, it goes exactly (laughs) back to what we were saying of people want to... They don't want... They're not actually having an opinion. They want to guess correctly of what the quote-unquote right answer is. And so Mm -hmm. when the community shrinks down to just the people who are actually playing and enjoying the game, now these sort of outsiders, quote, I'm going to call them outsiders, the people who are overly negative in the beginning, they circle back around and they look at the community now, which is a smaller but more positive community, and they go, oh, now the right answer is that this game has had a comeback. Mm-hmm. right?" So then, then the narrative all shifts, but it's really like this narrative shifting because people want to be, they want to find whatever the in-group <coughs> path is and they want to just echo that which i find so fascinating and uh, and honestly disappointing in a way like how can we just find these uber negative people <laughs> and just well, take away their twitter but <laughs>
1: Well, r- real quick, I want to say, because kn- there's going to be some people be like, well, hold on. The game got better, though, so of course the opinion changed. And you, you know that might be true. But take take something that hasn't had a lot of updates. So take, um, there's actually been a, um, a weird, I say weird, but uh, like a positive uptick on Mass Effect Andromeda when there hasn't really been any new updates to that at all. But people people's opinion are changing. Same thing with Dragon Age 2. Like, there's a lot more people Great who are example. ride or die for Dragon Age 2. That game actually hasn't changed at all. But people's opinions have changed of it. So I, I think what we're talking about is still relevant. Um, but at the same time, I uh, now i forgot the point I was going to make. So now it's my turn to say brain. <laughs> 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 I lost my
0: train of thought. Fuck. No, but I just I mean, uh, one thing, too, also that I want to mention, obviously, you and I, you know, we were in the camp of people who were not too hot on Anthem. Um I'm very happy to see that people are more positive on Anthem as time goes on. I'm very happy to see that the game is having things added to it that people anticipated at launch. Mm-hmm. I'll be real honest, when I played the new content, my opinion on Anthem is still kind of the same, personally. right? Like I think that the combat is still fun, I think it's fun to fly around and shoot stuff and smash things in My Colossus, but when I'm trying to go through what amounts for the story content, I'm just like, I don't get it and I'm so bored. Yeah, I'm not I'm still not knocking the game. I'm glad that there's a narrative that Anthem is kind of starting to do better. And I think we're still kind of waiting for that to fully form. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, my opinion on it hasn't changed. I still I still it's not really my cup of tea. It's not really the thing that I want to play if I have an afternoon of free time. But I am still sort of eagerly watching it to see like, okay, what the next update is. And maybe, you know, maybe they can still win me back over.
1: Well, I, yeah, I think, well, I think there's a different, like, not to say if you don't like Anthem, you were one of the people who were swayed by the media, you should be shaming. No, no, like, there are generally reasons to not like Anthem. 100%, you know? yeah. <clears throat> but, like, the, the point where you're telling people, like, you're yelling at Bioware, like, you did a bad job, you guys should be ashamed, death threat, death threat, like, that's me go away, hold on. But, um, like, yeah, my opinion of Anthem hasn't really changed all that much. Um, because, like, I, I think, like, remember when, when I, at the very beginning, I, I asked you, Jordan, do you like Anthem? And we both went, yeah, a little bit. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. there there was still that there. The, you know, because the gameplay, while it was, it did have its flaws, and I, it, it has definitely gotten better, even though apparently there's still some things there. It, it Like we did really like flying around in the suit And like that part of the game Is still there and still good And the people who are playing now Have already gone through the story And there's probably a lot of people there Who don't really give a shit about the story They're there for the gameplay And they're having a lot of fun mm-hmm. And that's when I was having a lot of fun in Anthem When I was done with the story <laughs> And and like yeah. when, you, when you listen to us talk about it What we're talking about the most And Reiki like just railing on And right. just shitting on It was a story and The characters, you know, Fair as sure. long as you ignore that, then you're having a lot of fun, and I think that's what these people are doing, so good on them, yeah. But anyway, but but yeah, the I, I think the anthem community has had a really great year, and that like they started out with just like just a clusterfuck, and I feel like out of that has come a small core community that, like, I don't know how big <clears throat> it is to be quite honest. Um, I, I know the um, your anthem. Uh, so, uh, the uh, YouTube channel has like a, a lot more subs than even I do, uh, which congrats to them. But um, yeah, like there there are like a lot of people playing and looking at the game still. You know, like let let's I'm gonna quickly look at his YouTube channel and quickly see like how much views like his average stuff gets. Um, yeah, like okay, so here is a just a this came out three weeks ago, so keep that in mind. I will say like for my average video, that's about three weeks, I'll get about three thousand views on it. Um, depending on the topic. Uh, but this one, it's a three weeks ago. it's the anthem Heart of Rage Guide and it's just telling you how to get a really good score. 15,000 views, at least 15,000 people, maybe a little bit less because maybe repeats views saw this and says, okay, I want to get a good score. That's a pretty good like you know, community for anthem being set up, you know?
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I think I don't know. I mean like as far as this if we were to rate the for anthem like what the year is, I mean, it's probably not going to be as good as next year, right? I mean, if we, if we really think about it, year one for Anthem is probably going to end up being considered the roughest. Ideally, hopefully. honestly.
1: Yeah, hopefully. <laughs> I mean, who knows what the future holds? I, I don't want to, like, jinx it or anything. But, like, I mean, just take a look at No Man's Sky, which is considered, like, I didn't know they were even still working on it. I thought they just gave up out of shame. But, like, there's apparently a really good community behind it right now, and apparently is actually considered kind of good. So you know, anything anything can happen. This is twenty twenty. What the fuck's even going on right now with the world? So yeah, sure. Anthem's <laughs> gonna
0: be game of the year. So much. So much is going on in the world. Um and <laughs> and also, like, I just did a quick search for Anthem on YouTube and like, you know, mm-hmm. not to discount the fact that these people are always gonna be out there, I'm not gonna say the name of the channel, but it's just a video called Bioware Ditches Anthem for Good, and it's two months old. Like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> What, there's nothing in the in two months ago that suggests that they're ditching Anthem for good.
1: No, I, you know what happened two months ago is I think Bioware um said something about, or, or there, I don't know if Bioware said it or if it was like something like in an, an article that I don't remember, but they were saying they were looking working on a big update and someone dubbed it Anthem 2. And so they're like, oh, they gave up on Anthem or they're working on Anthem 2. I bet that's what oh,
0: that boy. is. Oh boy, well, I'm, I'm not going to click to find out, so. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so yeah, that's. I don't know. Anyway, that's I. I think uh, I think we're about time, and I think that's also all I have to say on like the bioware communities and just fandom communities in general. Um, so yeah, wa- watch yourself, and don't be afraid to just you know if you don't want to hear the bad stuff about a game you like, don't fucking hear it. It's like it's a fucking video game. Who cares if you like it? To <laughs> Like every everyone has a piece of media that they love that maybe is considered not the best thing in the mm-hmm. world. Yep. What what's your version of that?
0: Oh, there's got to be a bu- I mean, just recently, right? I got all about Technomancer, despite the fact that Technomancer is, by all accounts, even objectively at best an average game. But I fucking love that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. that's a game that was panned in like the four or five out of 10 range, and I just think it's fucking it's just fucking great to me. Um, it's not for everyone. I've recommended it to everyone at this point, and a couple of people have played it and said they also liked it, but I don't think anybody likes it as much as I do.
1: <laughs> yeah, I. so hold, let me look at the... Uh, I know I have a ton of these type of things. Yeah, okay, so one of my favorite movies in the entire world is called The Fountain. Have you ever heard of that?
0: The Fountain?
1: Yeah, it's a 2006 movie by Darren Aronofsky. Aronofsky. Wait a
0: minute, The Fountain's a good movie, what are you talking about?
1: But it got panned! It got absolutely panned and it didn't do well in theaters. But I fucking love it, it's oh, great! Oh, that's
0: a fantastic, okay, uh, I didn't know that, so critics didn't like The Fountain. Yeah, Oh, they hated they're fucking it. dumb. Aronofsky's, I mean, look, <laughs> uh, if you, if you want to take um, some issue with sort of Aronofsky's more like his most recent movies. I think that there's there's grounds to do that. But around that time he was hitting like th- that's a fucking phenomenal movie. The ending of that movie is fucking trippy as shit. I-
1: I, yeah, I love them. The, fa- the like the the the, the soundtrack. Mwah, I love it. But I've shown it to a bunch of people, and I always get looks of "What the fuck am I watching?" Oh, right that, that's now? right.
0: That's that's the look they're supposed to give you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, like a lot of people don't like it. I think a lot of people that don't like weird artsy movies are like, "Okay, I hate this. What the hell's going on?" Hmm. But I love it. Easily one of my favorite movies. Um, but like, yeah, it it, it didn't do well. <laughs> you know, and but just because it got panned doesn't mean it's not great i love
0: it yeah no that's that's an interesting example katie that example just shows that you have good taste i don't think that. <laughs> <laughs> and the people that you show that movie to that didn't like it they have what's called bad t- or no taste we could say <laughs>
1: <laughs> i want to say there's another movie i really like but i don't know how the reviews went for it uh okay it did a little bit another movie i really like is called the fall have you heard of that one
0: uh no i uh, maybe
1: um, it's, it's kind of, like, the same amount of trippiness, um, it came out, because uh, I'm looking, it came out in 2008, and, uh, the director is Tarsim Singh, I think is, I think it is, um, I have not actually heard of the director until now, but it's, it's a, it's a beautiful little movie. Oh, wait, sorry. Wait, wait. I'm getting conflicting release dates. One says 2006. One says 2008. I don't know. Anyway, uh, it's a beautiful little story. Go watch it. Go into it not knowing anything about it. But like the the, the costumes, the set design, the stories are really good. I I would put it at the same level as the Fountain. Um, it's it's not as sad as the Fountain, and maybe not as trippy. But I, I still love it all the same.
0: Yeah. Anyway. No, you, you got to go deeper than that for bad exit. Like, I love th- yeah, thinking I about know. this. Like, I Spy, which is a 2002 movie with Eddie Murphy and um, fucking Owen Wilson holy shit that is not a good movie by any by any sensible <laughs> it's just so fucking i think eddie murphy's funny i think owen wilson's funny right and like the plot is beyond stupid and just like the acting is not great in some outlier sections but mm-hmm. there's a scene where fucking eddie murphy is trying to dictate a marvin gay song to, oh. to owen wilson so that he can woo Famke Jansen's character. Uh-huh. And Owen Wilson is like sing he's like sing speaking sexual healing by Marvin Gaye <laughs> as he attempts <laughs> to seduce Famke Jansen and it is fucking genius. Anybody should just go look up that scene alone on YouTube because it's fucking hilarious. And it's it's you know, it's not a good movie but it's certainly entertaining.
1: I'm <laughs> I, I- I'm trying to think of like something I know is really really not great. I, I still kind of have a fondness for the first Twilight book if I'm going to be honest.
0: The oh, rest of them are, interesting. are t-
1: <laughs> Yeah, the the first the the the, the other ones were honestly thought awful. But like we, you know, I read it as the like I read it I was 13 years old and when you're 13 years old and like you know, you're you're reading that book. It's 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 fun. It's magical. It kind of it kind of like it, like I it, there was a reason the first book was really popular. The other ones were miserable. It really was. <laughs> Even as a teenager, <laughs> I'm like, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 like yeah, no, I have fond memories of it. And I and objectively, I've gone back and like when I was in high school, tried to reread it and go, <laughs> what was I thinking? Yeah. But like you know, I. I have a lot of fond memories of it, and like it is, it's just kind of silly fun, you know. So I guess that's going to be my example. Um, but yeah. Anyway, the we episode's all have over. Something... I feel like we. Have, feel like... <laughs> yeah, we've just been randomly, <laughs> randomly. Okay, let's. Where where can I find the
0: Jordan? Uh, def- well, actually, last last thing before oh, before we close out, it is fifty episodes. Um, I do just want to oh. say, like, holy shit, right? That's really cool. We've been doing this now for a couple of years. Um, Thank you to everyone who's listened uh, because I'm I'm still – even though like in the sea of the internet and people who do just like massive numbers, I'm still blown away um, Mm -hmm. by the amount of people who are interested and tell us that they enjoy the show and people who have said – like literally a bunch of times now where they're they say things like it's their favorite podcast which is just like oh my god that's incredible because there's a lot of really good podcasts out there or you know it gets them through their work day it gets them through a long commute these are things that i've been saying about other people's podcasts for years and so it's a completely Mm -hmm. surreal thing um that people sort of direct that at anything that i'm even remotely involved with and so thank you to everyone who's listening um i've had a blast doing this so it's really fun
1: uh, same here and like thank you to all the people that um, kind of when it was near the end of the year or like we were getting tagged in a lot of things like look your podcast was the top listen on Spotify right? oh that I'm was like, so nice shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and like you they would like also include like other famous podcasts so there would be our sorry ass and then like my brother my brother yeah I,
0: dude I saw that one <laughs> and I'm just like holy shit
1: what <laughs> and like Above like what big one, and we're like, oh.
0: yeah. like, holy shit. Like on the on the one hand, I'm just like, I want to like show this to my mom and be like, look at this.
1: <laughs> one person likes
0: this one.
1: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's very humbling. And just uh here here's to uh I don't I don't want to say here's to 50 more because I feel like that traps us in a way, but like here's to a lot more episodes worth of fun. <laughs> there you go
0: that's a good way to go at it. all right so now yeah. uh where can folks find you katie
1: i'll oh, see I, I asked you first okay uh you can find me at gilbert's on on youtube and twitter where can they find you
0: uh they can find me at the exalted march on youtube instagram and uh twitter
1: all right and with that guys thank you for the 50th episode there is you think we should change that up now or it's it's 50 we got to stick with it
0: oh no it's the rest for all forever unless we unless we okay. do i should go but i feel like a lot of people do i should go
1: that's fair all right it's just ending now I already
0: sent. it that's your all again <laughs> yeah there we go <laughs>